You're listening to the Coal Podcast. My name is Nathan Brand. I'm the owner-operator of Coal Iron out of Anderson, Indiana. We are a uh, manufacturer of forging equipment and hydraulic equipment for blacksmiths and bladesmiths and uh, metal workers. This podcast is just about uh, how we got started and uh, where we came from, what's worked for us, what we failed at, and what we learned from our failures. So I'm headed out. It's uh, 9 o'clock p.m. I got our kids down and uh, grabbed a quick shower, and I'm heading to Menards to pick up a couple things that we're low on to make sure we have everything we need tomorrow. Um, I think that I wanted to talk a little bit tonight about just kind of my experience in this. Uh, when I started pursuing you know, starting a business more full-fledged, like I was actually doing something rather than just, like, talking about it and, um, you know, thinking about it generically. Um, I started taking all the spare moments that I had. So I was working full-time as a graphic designer when Cole was just getting started. And (coughs) I would you know, get the kids down and, well, at the time, just our daughter, and I would go out. And so I'd go out usually about 7 p.m. and I would work in the shop from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. almost every single night. And if I wasn't out in the shop working, I was inside uh, answering emails, working on the website, watching YouTube videos about how to market, how to understand your market, how to um, weld, you know, uh, it was just the mindset of, Every, t- every little bit of moment, any free time that I have, I want to dedicate towards learning and getting better and growing this. Um, I saw it as kind of an organic starting at the bottom and working my way up. And I, I was angry for a while because, you know, I was starting after I'd gotten married and I had, a, you know, my, my daughter and I felt uh, restrained by that. And I, I think I still struggle with that feeling like my family's standing in my way for my success, you know, or whatever, because they take my time and I've really had to figure out my why behind building the business in the first place. I I think some of its, uh, lineage legacy, I want to offer my kids something, um, something that I kind of wished that my dad had something for me to step into his dad. So my grandfather ran a uh, car dealership that his dad passed down to him. So my great grandfather passed down to him. Um, my family didn't hold on to that. And I think there was this component of my heart that always desired that. And I really, I find it beautiful. I find it beautiful for uh, you know, a business to be passed down multi-generationally. I just think there's something really excellent about that. And, um, the other part of it was I want to do something impactful for the people around me. And one of the most tangible things I've ever experienced was a feeling of validation and value after completing a project, making something, creating something. And, I think um, I've I've recognized in a lot of the places that I've lived where p- 
people don't seem to have a sense of value or purpose. And I want to offer that. I think that's incredibly important as a human being. Um, And I think that's a goal worth a sacrifice. You know, I think I want to build a business that makes a hundred million dollars for what? Like, so I can have a fancier car to drive the same length of road that I would have otherwise. I I don't know. I, I don't, I don't recognize that as a goal. I think, um, I've, you know, my middle name is Tyler. Well, my mom told me that when I was little, that it means builder. And since I was super small, I've been a builder and I, I find building something that's going to last beyond my, my life, um, feels very meaningful and purposeful. Uh, even if my children don't want to come up into it, um, I still, I still want to do it. I, I think it's, it's worth making an impact while I'm here. So, um, as I've worked on figuring out my why, why I want to build a business, why I want to, I want to build something, why I want to work with my hands and, you know, seeing what it can do for the people around me. Um, I think that that's, that makes it a little more understandable for my wife when I do need to take the time that it, that it sometimes needs, you know, and I, I don't see my family as often. Um, tonight I would love to be in bed next to my wife asleep (laughs) at 9pm but uh, you know I want to make sure that my team has everything they need and we're going to be on schedule tomorrow and I'm you know thinking about production and and all that Um, but years ago as I was getting started I just felt this inner draw you know I'm I'm not going to build anything meaningful putting in the same amount of work that everyone else is willing to. And my, my father was always an incredibly hard worker. He would get up at like 2 a.m. and go into work. And I remember being a kid, I'd wake up listening. He drove a, an old Corvette and I would listen to him and watch him drive down our lane on the farm. And he would go into his, uh, he's a, a TIG welder, a fabricator, um, with an, an extensive, uh, history. I mean, he's been doing it for something 40 years at this point, but, um, you know, when I moved from just blacksmithing into welding, I also, I felt a lot of pride coming into something that my dad had done. And so in a small way, I feel like I'm carrying on his, his, uh, I don't know, his trade. Yeah. Yeah trade, I guess. I'm, I'm carrying on his trade because I've always felt connected with him because I've worked in metal for so long, but working in something that's so specifically the same, it's just, uh, it's been really, really cool. And I always get excited to go and talk to him because it can be hard to talk to your dad sometimes. <laughs> you know, I don't know what to say half the time, but to get a chance to like talk about things we both know a lot about and share our experiences and what we're doing and what we're learning. You know, my dad's 60 something years old and he's still learning and experimenting. And I can see the excitement in his eyes when he's showing me things that he's working on. I think that, uh, I think that's really meaningful. I think that's been incredibly meaningful to me. So, um, 
back to when I was getting started and I was taking that and I was feeling that anger because, uh, quote unquote, my family was standing in my way. Basically it was just, I had a kid and I had a wife that wanted my time and attention and my marriage needed that. And so it was really just my selfishness. I didn't want to give up the extra time, you know, the time when everybody was in bed that I wanted to stay up and play a video game or, you know, I don't know, watch a movie, just be silly, go hang out with my friends. Um, that was the time that I ultimately decided was truly secondary. And so I just, I originally just took that time because it's cheap. That's just me time. And I would take that and I would work. And like I said, I was always trying to learn. And I am still, to this day, I stay up until midnight, 1 a.m., either working on the website, answering emails, um, or something I've been doing recently is just studying. Studying how I can be a better manager, well, uh, leader to my team, um, how I can incentivize, motivate, help them, inspire them. And even outside of the realm of, you know, Cole and and being my employee, how can I help them achieve their goals? Like their actual life goals. These are people with incredible depth. And I just, I want to, I want to help, you know, Anderson as a city has been, uh, so the, the town that we have our shop in, I don't know when it was, but GM was basically the reason that the town was there. And when they picked up and moved down to Mexico, that was 25,000, 25,000 jobs that were lost. That was 25 breadwinners for a family. So there's potential for every one job that was lost, two, three other people that lost their main breadwinner for the family. And it never really recovered from that. It it experienced a lot of turmoil from that loss. And I think being in the city... So we're dealing with um, the trade school primarily, bringing welders through the the welding uh, internships simply because these kids are passionate and they have such a, a depth to themselves. They've already experienced, so many of them have already experienced so much life and done so many things. And I just, I want to give them opportunity. I want to build something meaningful that can actually have some impact on this town, this place that was so hurt. Um, You know, I don't know if it was greed. I don't know if it was just owners of a company trying to make a decision that kept the company alive. I, I don't know. I can't judge them. But they were hurt by them. I want to. I want to bring in a small way something back. And the other side of it is, you know, we're building tools that creative people are using, that creative people are using creatively. And I see when I'm able to, you know, pull them off their stations and give them a, a even a couple minutes just to play with the machines that we build. And I want them to know what it's like. It's. It can be so exciting. It's. It's fun whole hot steel out of the forge and put it into the machine and manipulate it and move it like you've never been able to, you know, who in, in their normal course of life gets to do that? I think that's awesome. I think, <clears throat> you know, we're pursuing this new building, this huge facility. We could do hammer-ins and classes and 
I don't know. There's just so much possibility. So much cool stuff that could come out of that. Just having more space. So, I think uh, maybe that's what I wanted to talk about. When I, when I realized my why, I was then able to kind of reassess. Uh, and I use that in very general terms because I didn't assess anything. I just made a decision to take the free time that I had, even though it, it hurt, you know, I was not sleeping often. I got a, a big commission for a huge sculpture piece. I take deadlines very, very strongly, very deeply. And, um, I remember I was running behind, you know, this, this thing that I was building 1900 pound, nine foot sculpture. I was forging the whole thing by myself in my shop. I had to build a forge. I had to build a crane to lift the thing out of the forge to the press to use it. And uh, I was running behind and I contacted the the people that commissioned me and I was like, guys, I've been running two months, uh, sometimes until five, six o'clock in the morning. I would uh, go until the coffee shop would open. (laughs) I would go down and buy a coffee and donut and then go to bed for two hours and wake up for work. (coughs) That was was a a hard period, but... um, you know, I think passion is the key. I think finding something that you love doing opens up your work ethic in a whole new way. And just assessing what's important to you. If your family is important to you, I think it's it's necessary to give them the time and attention that they deserve. So that's what I did. I, I gave them the time that I could. And, you know, staying up all night working never, it, it didn't help me be a better dad or husband. I'll be the first to admit it made me very tired and grumpy but um I was at least there and I think that that meant something so um getting started I think you just need to take the time to assess where you have time to spend and then spend it spend all of it spend it on yourself invest in yourself where you can um you know YouTube man internet Google like so much information is available. I taught myself how to blacksmith on my parents' farm when I was 10, 11 years old. Like, from anvilfire.com and iforgeiron.com and a couple forums. And, you know, it's just like, there is so much free information available. It's amazing. You just have to go and, and do it. <laughs>